0: You once said that we don't kill the living. Well, that was before the living tried to kill us. But don't you see, if we do this, the the people that we were, the the world that we knew, is dead. And this new world is ugly. It's harsh. It's a, it's a survival of the fittest.
1: And that's a world I don't want to live in. And I don't I don't believe that any of you do. I can't. Please.
0: Let's just do what's right. at this episode when I first watched it, but I was definitely upset. Very upset.
1: Yeah, you were like, do I have to watch?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I still get upset.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a moment of silence for Dale as the song plays.
0: It's not silence. Shh.
1: <laughs> this is too upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dale died! Yay! All
1: right, a moment of silence for Dale. Thank you. <laughs> so, judge, jury, executioner is the topic of this week's episode, aka Dale's death. Uh, but before we get into that, one, do all the thing you do with podcasts, and two, we have a hurricane coming toward us, baby.
0: Oh, that's true. Elsa. Elsa,
1: and that's from Frozen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Elsa, uh, and we're currently recording this on Tuesday, um, and it's expected to strengthen. It says so. Yeah. This will be fun. I love hurricane season.
0: Uh, no. Oh, sorry. All right. All sorry. Right. Sorry. Bring it a
1: little closer. I noticed in the last episode you were a little quiet, and that's because you one you didn't have your headset on.
0: Yeah, so I couldn't judge my own voice. Yeah,
1: so speak up. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely very fun. It's a fun time for me. I love hurricanes. No. Yeah, you... you...
0: Hailey doesn't like hurricanes. And why is that? Because when the power goes out, I feel like the Amish.
1: If there's any Amish people listening, <laughs> which there aren't, we apologize. I apologize.
0: I don't like feeling like the Amish.
1: But maybe they got it figured out.
0: I, no.
1: Here said they're inbred.
0: (laughs) They're inbred. I mean, they are. Sorry, Amish people.
1: But uh, other than the power going out, it's fun, right?
0: No. (laughs) No. Stuff
1: closes. You can't get coffee.
0: That's not fun.
1: (laughs) You're stuck at home.
0: That's not fun. Okay. But I'm from Ohio, so we get tornadoes.
1: Ooh. See, those are scary.
0: Yeah, so would I rather a hurricane or a tornado? I guess I'd go with hurricane. Hurricane. Yeah, hurricane. Purely because Florida houses are built to withstand hurricanes. Yeah. Whereas Ohio houses, (laughs) nothing could be built to withstand a tornado.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's a reason they've made more Twister movies and shit than (laughs) hurricane movies
0: are there hurricane movies
1: there was one with paul walker i think it was called hours and was about hurricane katrina
0: oh well i mean that was a that was a bad one
1: one. yeah typically they're not bad that's the thing typically they just kind of become pussies before they hit us
0: yeah well it's because they hit land
1: which is funny because and here's the explicit part of the of this podcast i've always looked at florida which is where we are right now as the dick of the united states (laughs) it's the long fucking flopping cock I mean, of the yeah. united states yeah and here comes a pussy
0: oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyways um so that's happening that's coming toward us and i cannot wait
0: Uh stuck with you <laughs> during a hurricane
1: all right guys that's the podcast <laughs> Please, somebody go on Craigslist. My ad is still active. Oh, shut it. Dedoy co-host. Shut it. So Judge Jury Executioner is what we're covering today, Dale's death. Now, I remember last time in the last episode, I said that when I first watched this episode, Judge Jury Executioner, I cried, and it's true. I sure definitely cried. In the time since uh, I've watched this episode, and especially last night, my my sadness still bubbles, but I didn't cry.
0: Yeah, no, I was kind of waiting for it. But no, I, I didn't see you.
1: See, and one reason why is because I feel like when you first watch it, yeah, it's so sad. We love Dale, we don't want to see him go, especially because he had, you well, know, the
0: first time watching it, it's always, yeah, like you can never expect it. Ex- no, you can never experience watching something for the first time, true, especially like something that made an impact on you, but again.
1: Other deaths in this show still get to me to this day. I won't say which ones, but some of them still get to me to this day. The one reason why I think the Dale death doesn't is because, A, it's so quick. Yeah. It's pretty quick. It's a a pretty quick death in terms of, like, his on-screen dying time. Two, hmm Two. Dark. Two, it's dark. And three, I kind of find it... (sighs) It's harder for me when the person is, like screaming and squirming because they have like a giant like in in his case he has a giant gash in his stomach Mm -hmm. and all i hear is
0: oh eh, oh, (laughs) ah."
1: it's sort of like it's not comical to me but it just is kind of taking away from the thing and um music is obviously what gets me so it's like Mm -hmm. like the moment that always got me when i first watched it is when rick is talking to herschel and herschel goes Like he, he doesn't say anything. He just shakes his head and that's telling Rick he's, he can't be saved. And Rick goes,
0: no, no.
1: And then Andrea goes, he's, he's suffering. And then Rick pulls his gun out and that's when the piano comes in. Yeah. That's the sad part. Um, but it didn't get to me like in terms of crying, but it's always sad because, you know, Dale was trying to save this kid's life and he didn't want to be a part of the group and it's sad because the last thing he says is this group is broken yeah. That's that's the last thing dale ever says
0: oh that is sad
1: you know he doesn't even he doesn't get to say goodbye he doesn't say anything he just says this group is broken
0: i'm sorry brother yeah
1: and uh it's it's really sad Obviously, the real reason is because uh, Dale was expected to continue on in the show, but because Frank Darabont was fired from the show as the showrunner, Jeffrey DeMunn didn't want to be on the show anymore, so he requested that Dale be killed off.
0: Yeah, I was going to like allude to you bringing that up. Yeah.
1: So uh, now that we've covered that, because that's just like you have to get the elephant out of the room. Um, I also think of this episode as the episode where Carl's just a little dickhole.
0: Oh my yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> I said that. He's a little shit weasel.
0: Yeah, he's a dickhole.
1: He's just a fucker in the whole episode.
0: Yeah, God, annoying. I wanna kick him.
1: So um I feel like we'll get like we'll get into that and, and whatnot. I feel like there's a lot that we could cover there. But overall thoughts, what did you think of judge, jury, executioner?
0: Oh, yeah. Strong. This very is... strong. Like the whole that's me. Um, The whole, like, few episodes, like, in the end of season two, I feel like are all strong. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Besides Dale's death, I mean, is there anybody else, like, major, like, that has died?
1: Uh, I mean, you could argue Dale is the first main character death. Or you could say Sophia.
0: I wouldn't even.
1: But main character, no.
0: Like somebody that's actually like made an impact.
1: Yes, Dale is the first main character death of the show.
0: Womp, 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 so, womp. but no, I mean you've already like covered most of what I was gonna say. That it's just.
1: But do you like this better than eighteen miles out? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Oh yeah, I do.
1: Interesting. See, I. I would rank uh, Judge Jury Executioner. Um, I don't know where I'd rank it, but it's definitely below 18 miles out. Um, I but I but yeah, it's it, it's a very strong episode. I love the like my favorite. Well, we'll get into it, but um, it's just uh, it's 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 a very good send off for Dale. And it's funny because the show has sort of become in as the show went on, you could kind of figure out who was going to die <laughs> based on if they were suddenly the star of the episode, right? (laughs) So Dale had always sort of been in the back.
0: On top of his RV.
1: Right, you know what I mean? And then for his last episode, he comes to the forefront. That's the writers bringing him to the forefront and saying, okay, well, we're killing you, so we're gonna give you as much screen time as possible. Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead sort of became predictable in that way. In a lot of cases, because if a character suddenly had a lot of screen time that didn't have a lot of screen time, you could go, oh, they're gonna die soon.
0: for whatever reason, I can't think of that off the top of my head. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, when it happens, I'll point it out to you.
0: Yeah, But my, but, my only guess would be like T Dog. I feel like yeah, or, or
1: or usually they'll have like a they'll have like some kind of real momentous kind of thing that they want to achieve like for good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They like they want to do real good. Mm-hmm. The show's really pushing their agenda of good, mm-hmm. and then they kill him. <laughs> um, and I think it really started with Dale. I think Dale was the originator of that. He had really nothing to say. He, like, he was always in the background, and then all of a sudden here he is, and he has so much lines of dialogue, and he's walking around the farm trying to get people to come onto his side and everything. And he even says, like the, like, the, like the show is uh, that moment where he's talking to Shane. He's like, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're dying. And then Shane literally says, you're dead wrong. <laughs> There's all these alluding to him dying. Yeah. So, anyways, great episode. I can't imagine anyone saying otherwise. So here we go. Favorite scene or moment for Haley Bo Bailey.
0: Haley Bo Bailey. Um, my favorite scene is when um they brought Randall to the farm when they were about to shoot him, just because of. Well, I mean, Carl is a little dickhole, but. <laughs> I also think it's funny. And he's like, just do it. Do it.
1: Well, do you think he's <laughs> really telling his dad to do it, or is he testing his dad? How, uh, how do you read that?
0: Uh, Part of me feels like, because he, the entire episode, he's wanted to, like, butt in. Like, I'm grown. to Give my two cents. And I don't know. I think it's just, like, he wants to be a part of, like, what all the grown men are doing. Mm, okay. So he's just stating his first. I don't think it was testing him. Okay. I don't think he's that smart, but I like the scene, like also because of when Rick was faced with shooting somebody twice, like with Randall and then with Dale. You can like he puts on a front where he's like, "I'm the leader. I have to be like I have to have a thick skin. I'm so tough." And then whenever he's brought to, like, execute somebody, you could see that he can't do it when that's not true later. Like, he still has his humanity. Yes. And even though he wants <laughs> to deny it, saying, like, this world has changed, like, we're all different now. Like, you could see it. You could just, like, even if Carl didn't walk in, I still don't think he would have been able to do it.
1: Really? Really? Mm-hmm. That's well. That's an interesting conversation.
0: No, 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 no. Oh,
1: oh,
0: oh, 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 no. Would you like to stand or kneel?
1: Oh no, please, please. Uh, 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 uh.
0: any final words. that scene <laughs> take him away
1: <gasps>
0: <laughs> See, you, I love Shane are you kidding me
1: <laughs> see well okay we'll get into it later because there's a lot of things that I that I want to say about that scene um, in a different segment but uh, uh yeah it, it, it's a fun conversation to go well would Rick have done it or not I
0: don't think so you
1: go on no right
0: yeah I don't think so uh, I still think no matter what he says, what front he puts on, I feel like he's still see, has I his like, see. I feel like
1: see. I feel like Carl walking in, right? That that changed everything, right? So if Carl hadn't walked in, right, Rick is struggling. Shane would have come over. Oh yeah, and or been, even Daryl and been like, "Look, man, you got to do this. You have to do this. You like, like, you know what I mean? Like he would have been forced into doing it. Would he have liked it? That's a different conversation. But would he have done it? I feel like he would have done it.
0: Really? Yeah. Because, like, you can argue that, like, with the guys at the bar, like, he shot them. But that's only because, like, they pulled on him first. Whereas, like, Randall, he's, like, really, he's, do you even think Randall's a threat?
1: Well, that's the thing. Remember I said before, uh, and I forget which episode it was, but I was like, to me, he's really not that big of a threat. And, And then, like, I was like, I forget if he says something that changes that. And he says something in this episode where he's like, they're talking about in the beginning when he's with Daryl, he's talking about how he was with the guys or whatever, and they raided this father and their two daughters. Yeah. And he was like, they were real young, real cute. Yeah. That's the line where it's like, okay, buddy. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. You are sort of kind of, yeah, you're, you're little Hitler Jr., aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think up until this episode, Randall didn't seem like a threat, and I feel like in that moment he became a threat.
0: Really? Yeah. I feel like yeah, I can argue that only And w-
1: and not, and not to cut you off also because he grooms Carl.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to bring that up. I was like the I was going to say the only thing that would pose as a threat is if is because of him coercing Carl.
1: Yeah, I looked over at you and hey, hey Haley and I have this thing where we uh we really love Chris Hansen and uh <laughs> to catch a predator and everything and I looked over and I was like is he grooming
0: her? Grooming. The way
1: Chris Hansen would say it. If you don't know who Chris Hansen is, go check him out. Yes. Um but yeah, uh I think Randall was a th- he was becoming a threat and he would have potentially been a threat. But I also hear Dale's argument where he's like, so what we're going to kill him for a crime that he may never even commit. Yeah. I get both sides of the coin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I love his point when he's talking to uh, Shane where he's like um, uh, killing him or, de- or, or or not killing him, right? That that doesn't change the fact that there's 30 men out there. But it changes us.
0: Right. I I was going to say that line. I yeah. was going to say that. I like that.
1: That's a good line where, yeah, for sure, it doesn't change that he has the guys out there, but it changes them as a group.
0: Right. <laughs> so. Oh, I was going to... Aside from this scene, an honorable mention for me was going to go to, um, a, albeit forgettable scene. Like, I probably, I assume that you probably didn't even think about it. Or you already forgot about it. But, um, Herschel's interaction with Glenn. Oh, yeah,
1: where he gives him the watch.
0: Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. a good little moment. Um, I like his line where he was saying, like, um, until you become a father you'll never understand that uh nobody will ever be good enough for your little girl until one is and he hands him the watch i was like oh yeah oh yeah honorable mention
1: that was preceded by a great line where's your family from (laughs) michigan (laughs) michigan (laughs) before that korea (laughs) michigan (laughs) immigrants built this country never forget that son
0: like, all right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> End of conversation. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's a good scene. That's a good scene to pick there. Um, and plus you want that to be the uh the episode cover. Right?
0: Not Herschel and Glenn. No, no, no.
1: I'm saying your favorite scene. Oh, right, yeah. You want the the gun pressed to Randall's head to be the episode cover.
0: Yeah, and if you can get one where it's like the silhouette of Carl in the Behind background. Him. yeah. That's the
1: ultimate. All right, we'll see. I'm sure Google has it out there
0: i just, I just like that
1: or I can just screenshot
0: yeah
1: Netflix your um,
0: favorite scene my
1: favorite scene is gonna be where they all gather around and they're hearing everything out and Dale is giving his his final arguments I think it's just a it's a it's a power powerful performance it's yeah it's uh it's you know Jeffrey DeMunn's final thing on the show it's it's uh it's everything dale stands for and mm-hmm.
0: you know A wise older man
1: wise older man yeah when herschel who becomes the next wise older man literally says nothing <laughs> during that scene
0: yeah
1: he's just not having any of it and dale is i find it like i find it fascinating because dale has literally no connection to to Randall as far as we know mm-hmm. so he's literally just looking out for the best interest of a person that he has no connection to whatsoever I, and he's also looking out for the best interest of the group
0: I was gonna say I don't necessarily think it's for Randall like it it could be like anybody but it's like how he views the group as a whole I feel like is yeah what he's really arguing for yeah Cause like they were civilized in an uncivilized world until like you start killing the living.
1: Yeah, that's where it be. The, that's where it starts to fall. And and you know it would have been interesting to see had Dale continued on in the show. You know like mm-hmm. how lo- like how long logistically and realistically he could have gone on because it would because the show does become survival of the fittest.
0: Yeah. Oh, very much. so. So
1: it would have been weird to see him. In season three, yeah. you know, like that would have been weird,
0: or season seven.
1: Oh, he wouldn't have made it to season seven, <laughs> but he would have made it to season three, I think, and probably somewhere in there he would have been killed off. Yeah, but
0: um, I'm just saying, you picture him in season seven. Oh no,
1: no, no! Like kneeling. Yeah, <laughs> Negan. Um, but that's my favorite scene, just because of you know the I love good monologues like 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 I love good uh Mm -hmm. just you know and it's not a it's not a true monologue because it's constantly interrupted but I love where he's you know just because I played um I played Atticus Finch in my high school play of To Kill a Mockingbird and To Kill a Mockingbird is you know filled with really cool monologues that I had to memorize and I had to uh you know kind of give real emotion to and I love I love those scenes like like I love characters that stand up for another character Mm -hmm. so it was fun for me to play Atticus and I can very much imagine it was fun for uh, Jeffrey DeMunn to to play that you know where you're looking out for the best interest and it's one of maybe only two times we really see Dale kind of you know kind of break down you know he's he's really losing it you know he's he starts to get teary-eyed and it's it's rare to see that and I think the only other time we saw it was when in, they were in the CDC and he was like, you don't get to do that. Come into someone's mm-hmm. life, make them care and then check out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had some real good lines and, and, uh, and I really appreciate. It. So that's my favorite scene. And I think if you pull a lot of people, that's going to be the standout scene. Yeah. Um, But least favorite scene, I'll take it from here is <laughs> I'll go right into my least favorite scene. We're probably
0: going to have the same one.
1: Um, Potentially. It's uh, I gotta think.
0: <laughs> what,
1: yeah, like all like, I was so gun ho, right?
0: I'll take it from here, <laughs> <Silence>.
1: Mr. DNA. <laughs> I'll take it from here.
0: Silence.
1: Um, least favorite scene is probably gonna have to go to the performance of Chandler Riggs as Carl directed at Carol
0: yeah that was one of mine you believe in heaven you're an idiot
1: it's so like it's so fake yeah. <laughs> it's not even like I'm surprised they kept that in like if I was the director I would have been like Chandler come over here <laughs> <laughs> have you ever you know felt anger <laughs> I, I need you to really channel that
0: <laughs> <laughs> channel that channel. you just
1: seem like you're being fed a line and you have zero interest in this line. And you're getting paid to do this. So, man up Do it. Do it right. And do it. And I, like, I don't know. It was just a weird scene. Like, Carol just randomly comes out of nowhere and goes, you know, Sophia's up in heaven. It's like, uh, t- did I ask you?
0: Yeah, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> Why are we still on Sophia? <laughs> That's like an old subplot.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, fuck her.
1: Um, and then, you know, Carl does, but however, I will say it inspired one of the funniest parts of a, um, there's a thing called bad lip reading and, uh, that, that particular scene, let's see if I can find it, is in that episode. And it's just hysterical where they basically, you know, what bad lip reading is, right? Yes, they, I do. They, they, they dub over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it looks like he actually says this. Um, so that's my least favorite. You go on and I'm going to try to
0: well, find this. They both, granted, it's not the same one as you, but it definitely has to do with uh, Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, when he's playing with the walker down by wherever he's, like that little bit of water. Oh, you found it.
1: I found it. This is hysterical.
0: <clears throat> Cheesy bird mess. What? What'd you just say? I have a cheesy bird mess. (laughs) Dreet.
1: And then, uh, then what happened? He said,
0: dreet. (laughs) He said, dreet. (laughs) And I'm about to freak out.
1: (laughs) Like I just love it. I love it.
0: You're so stupid. (laughs) Cheesy bird mess?
1: (laughs) I have a cheesy bird mess? Dreet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones. So uh, I hate that scene, but it inspired that, so I'll take it.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. um, What was I saying? <laughs> when he's playing with the Walker.
1: Pure, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Purely because, like, prior to that, literally right before that, uh, he was being coerced by Randall, mm. and Shane is like, quit getting yourself killed trying to get yourself or trying killed. to get yourself killed yeah quit trying to get yourself killed and then he goes and plays with the walker <laughs> well first he goes and plays with daryl's bike uh
1: yeah what a dick he's yeah. just a dick in the whole episode
0: yeah annoying
1: i don't i i would be hard-pressed to find an episode where he's more of a dick right carl
0: for just the sake of being annoying an, yeah a, annoying kid but yeah. So and plus that's the walker that gets Dale killed. So
1: now I will say because we're getting close to it that uh, uh, at, at the end of every season that we cover, we do a thing called Walker of the season. That walker is, and I just love that they just keep they, like they rarely come away from his eyes. They really yeah. linger on his eyes. Yeah, that walker's eyes. He's
0: piercing.
1: Yeah, he's very memorable. Just in terms of he's the stuck walker. Can't get out.
0: Stuck walker. Well, yeah, he yeah. did.
1: Yeah, he did. But, like, I love that. So he could, uh, like, because I remember I said that the well walker is the walker to beat. Yeah. He could be a contender. Uh, just from the sheer fact of how terrifying he looks.
0: It's <laughs> teeth.
1: Yeah. Like, I love, like, the clomp, like, the clomping.
0: Yeah, the clomping.
1: Um. So that's that. That's the least favorite. Uh, MVP. Who are you f- yeah. Who are you nominating as the MVP? I mean... Is it obvious? Yeah. One, two, three. Dale. Dale.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm giving it to him just because I won't be able to ever give it to him again.
1: (laughs) He gets the honorary. This is like when you're old and you'd never won an Oscar before and they give you a lifetime achievement award. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll take it better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, Dale, you get the Lifetime Achievement Award <laughs> yeah. on this on this particular podcast. Yeah. You're going to be missed, man. You're going to be missed. Well,
0: um, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I, I'm going to miss him.
1: Well, that's, like, that's an interesting poll. Who is your favorite, who's your more favorite moral compass, Dale or Herschel?
0: I feel like, <sighs> see, if you had asked me this a while ago, I probably would have said Dale, but I feel like Herschel ends up growing on me more.
1: Yeah, he gets more screen time. Yeah. He gets three seasons as opposed to uh, Dale, who only gets two.
0: Yeah. I feel like Herschel grows on me more. Like, I feel like I was, like, granted, I was upset here. But I'm not even going to lie. I forgot how Dale died until, like, just watching, like, Mm -hmm. him Up until he was walking out in the field, I forgot. Yeah. But I'll never forget Herschel's death.
1: True, yeah. He has a more memorable death.
0: Yeah, so I feel like that, like, not even, like, is it just being more memorable, but I feel like it made more of an impact on me. Like, I felt like I was a little more upset. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
1: All right. Makes sense.
0: Why do you?
1: I really like Dale. I don't know. I really like Dale. Yeah. But, both of them are great, both of them are great. and Herschel looks better with a beard. Oh yeah. so yeah, yeah. he
0: no lips. I just want,
1: <laughs> he really has no lips, huh? Scott Wilson RIP. yeah, um, <laughs> he really has no lips anymore. <laughs> uh, we just lost Herschel fans. <laughs> so um, MVP is definitely Dale. Now that doesn't make sense. Uh, there's not a lot in here that doesn't make sense to me, but there was there's one thing that I always thought never made sense. Is uh the way the walker kills Dale. I, are these like, is this like a souped up powerhouse walker that can just rip into your goddamn yeah, flesh? Yeah, that's
0: kind of hard. Like, shit. Well, I mean, he tore into a cow. And cows are arguing. That's what I'm saying. Bigger. It's just
1: like, is this like a souped up
0: and he was jet just fuel?
1: Bitch. I was going to say, he didn't have muscle on him. Like, like, is he on a, like,
0: like, steroids? Yeah. Like, what
1: the, is he on some shit that we don't know about? Like, Jesus Christ, dude, how can you rip into a body? I don't even think a normal human can do that.
0: There's only one way to find out.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: damn. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He must've been hungry, but then he was eating a cow. So what's his excuse now?
0: True. To me,
1: it just didn't make sense the way he, like, I just would have rather him, like, bite him.
0: Especially this... because he was coming up from behind.
1: Yeah. But you what were like, it? I
0: can't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was so annoying. Like, I I hate it. Like, every single time there's, like, some good gore. It's <laughs> dark. And, like, is it because, like, their effects at the time were... It's not like... Okay. I don't think their effects were, like, primitive for Walking Dead standards. So they had to darken it to cover it up. Because, like, look at the walkers. Uh, I just... They're just being assholes.
1: <laughs> they're teasing.
0: The lighting director's being an asshole. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like once you get into season three, they really kinda go for it.
0: Yeah. Like they're I feel like it's because like, uh, we're on TV. What can we show? What can we not show? It's like almost like a censor, but yeah, not really. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, because I mean like uh the episode when like the one guy that was shot and eaten was dark and then pulling randall's leg off was dark <laughs> uh, but in back to going to things that don't make sense i i don't know i don't
1: you don't have anything so here's the other oh, thing right oh, oh, oh whoa, 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 whoa. Go, go, go
0: ahead wait before i forget um in terms of things that don't make sense um hanging randall versus shooting randall uh-huh okay are we really like granted I don't think she said anything to the group but she was like don't tell me this is all the ammo we have left we're going to shoot Randall Who said that Andrea
1: Oh I don't remember that line
0: Andrea yeah when she was like did you hide did you move the gun bag
1: Oh, uh, when Dale's in the RV Yeah
0: and then she was like don't tell me this is all the ammo we have left Huh And then Rick was like you know what we should shoot him But even so to waste a bullet but also to make a sound like that.
1: True. Yeah. Well, see, they haven't really figured that out yet.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't
1: really think they have figured it out. I mean, they they kind of figure it out in in the first season, but I feel like they quickly forget about it. You know that sound draws them. Yeah. I think like because I, I feel like they talk about that when they're up on the rooftop. Yeah. When 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 uh, Merle is shooting them with the rifle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've kind of forgotten about that, especially since they're on the farm and they've they're they feel secluded. They feel like they can shoot guns and. Be safe.
0: Yeah. But like if it's just one person, especially like don't waste a bullet. Like you already made the noose. Yeah. Just, you know.
1: See, the thing that also didn't make sense to me and I wanted to bring it back up is right. So Rick doesn't kill Randall because of Carl. Shane goes to Carl to get him out of there. Now, I think the way it would have actually happened if this wasn't a TV with a plot is that Shane would have gotten Carl out of there and then come back in and 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 gone, Rick, give me that gun, yeah. And Shane would have just put a bullet in his head,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. you know, there's Shane. he's Shane. <laughs> there's really no reason that he wouldn't have, right? Except it's a plot, and they want to just extend it. And uh, next episode, he does kill him. Mm-hmm. Shane does kill Randall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they just extended it, but you know. It is whatever.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. To me, it just didn't make sense. I feel like Shane would have come back in and just killed him himself. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really think too much didn't make sense. Um,
0: No. No, not really.
1: Right. Now, fist pump moment.
0: Fist pump moment?
1: The moment you want to call your best friend up in Ohio and say, whatever you're doing, (laughs) drop it and turn on season two, episode 11 of The Walking Dead and watch this moment.
0: You go first. I'm... I'm contemplating.
1: You're contemplating. Yes. For me, it's it's probably gonna have to be. See, I'm going back and forth between two. One of them is really not a like like to me. It's a fist pump moment only because I'm invested in the characters, and you've already talked about it. Where Herschel gives Glenn the yeah that like, to me that's a big fist pump moment. That's like a big thing, you know. Like I love. Characters, moments, scenes where
0: it's uh, also like the connecting of like even though like they're still living on Herschel's farm, it's still like there's a, there's still like a fine line between this is Herschel's family and this is Rick's group. Yeah, but I feel like that was like where the line starts to blur a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a passing of a baton in a way. It's a passing mm-hmm. of understanding. It's just to me that's like fuck yeah, <laughs> yes. I wish there was a piano behind that one. (laughs) Um, So that or, but I I really do think the real fist pump moment as sad as it is, is Daryl putting the gun to Dale's head and saying, sorry, brother. That's like a,
0: why yeah,
1: get him out of his misery and it's not like Dale doesn't want it. He even puts his head on the gun, he lifts mm-hmm. his head to the gun, mm-hmm. you know what I mean,
0: part of me wishes that like at that moment, somebody would have like even though he was in like in so much pain and just like beside himself, like part of me wishes somebody said to him that they spared the boy, yeah, yeah.
1: Like the final thing that he can take with him,
0: yeah. Like just because, like the whole point to go find him was, was to tell him. <laughs> was to tell him, and I'm surprised like nobody said anything.
1: Nah, nah. Because in that moment, I mean, no yeah. one. You know what I mean? No one's thinking that. Oh yeah. Everyone's like, "Fuck, he's die. He's dead. He's gone."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No
1: one's thinking. Let's tell him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey
1: Dale, we know you're dying, but guess what? <laughs> you didn't have to die because we decided that we're not gonna do it so there was no reason for you to be out here in the first place like that would have been like a big bitch slap to him
0: well it's just the point that like uh, he could have died knowing that the group really wasn't as broken as he thought
1: yeah I guess good way to look at it
0: that was my rationale oh well (laughs) oh well
1: (laughs) (laughs) shit happens (laughs) so that's my fist pump moment my genuine fist pump moment is just the sorry brother line
0: the sorry brother yes
1: you know, at least he did. He got some kind of resolution. You know, yeah. like he. Yeah. It was the last. Like that's why da- uh, Daryl did it. You know, because he was like, well, he was the last one that he. I was the last one that he talked to. So, and Rick, you've been killing enough people. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's have someone else put some blood on their hands.
0: Yeah, I like connecting your fist pump moment to mine. I feel like he was like, I'm sorry, not only just because of, like, the fact that, like, you're dying right now. Sorry about that. But, like, also because of, like, the group, because he saw the group being broken. Like, I'm sorry, like, that, like, we ended up being this way. Like, because he left Dale saying, because my fist bump moment is when he walked off and he told Daryl, like, this group really is broken. Like, I, that whole, like, leading up, like, with the scene that we play at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of like apologizing to him for, like, what we've become, in a sense. Because I just think that is a, like, also a slap to the face, but in a different way. Yeah.
1: But- also, I can hear people out there screaming. How was your first pump moment? Not Randall just getting his ass kicked by Daryl at the
0: beginning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I
1: like Daryl, like taking his like knife yeah. to his little to his wound, and he's like, you know, a scab. Sometimes you gotta, you know, peel it, and then you just gotta rip it off.
0: Yeah, I that that was also what I, I was thinking about. That I was thinking about it, and then him going up to Daryl, going up to the group, saying like uh like us men are going to be dead and then the women are going to wish they're going to be i i like that line. That was kind of like a uh scary. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. Probably maybe it's just cuz I still have like a gripe with Dale being an asshole.
1: Daryl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
0: so their names are so close. Their names are so close. Daryl being an asshole.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like at fr- from this point on he becomes the Daryl we all appreciate
0: yeah yeah, yeah so will mention to the opener
1: yep definitely because i know a lot of people out there are like how are you fist pumping dale's death and not <laughs> randall getting his ass handed to him he's a pedophile <laughs> so um that's that guys that's judge jury executioner uh we will miss dale for sure mm-hmm. um And the day Jeffrey DeMunn actually dies will be really sad.
0: Oh, stop it.
1: Um, Always is sad when it becomes real in real life. Because, you know, Scott Wilson died on the show, but he was still around. I got Mm -hmm. to see him at a couple Walker Stalker cons in, in real life. Got to see him in person. Great guy. Looked like he always had fun. Always chewed gum.
0: Oh, I could see that.
1: He was a gum chewer.
0: I feel like he was loud.
1: Yeah, oh, he was actually pretty quiet. He was actually really much like Herschel.
0: No, I mean like loud chewing gum. Oh, a
1: loud gum chewer. Yeah, Um like
0: cracking it.
1: But uh, and then he died. So, but I don't think I don't think Jeffrey Demunn ever went to a maybe he went to like one or two Walker Stalker cons, but I never saw him. Mm. He really disassociated from the show. Oh, and that like that's interesting to me how certain people like it like the show once even once they're off the show like um the guy that plays Merle mm-hmm. uh, Michael Rooker. It's like his bread and butter. You know <laughs> what I mean? But now, granted, he's on to like doing the Marvel thing. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah. Also weird to see him there.
1: But like really weird. he still ends up at these conventions and it's like his bread and butter. He embraces Merle. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey DeMunn, on the other hand, was like, I'm going to leave that in the past. <laughs> I don't want to be really associated with Dale. Oh, uh, well, like that's not a quote. No, it's, yeah, it's just the saying... way it's just the way it feels like. You know, know, know what I mean?
0: i know it's not a quote i'm just saying like that's a sad
1: if that is true you know like he doesn't want to be remembered being on the walking dead but Mm -hmm. anyways that's that guys so thank you for listening to the podcast um hopefully we'll be back and hopefully we're not killed by a by a vicious uh hurricane (laughs) um but it's gonna be fun i always have fun with these things so
0: podcast during the hurricane oh that would be
1: fun if there's electricity so uh yeah guys tell all your walking dead friends about us follow us on instagram all the information's in the uh, description of the podcast Haley, any final words no uh all righty r.i.p dale and as always bring your, your own, pants. own
0: pants you didn't even like look at me to say you were gonna say that just... <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't ready